Unveiled with Neva Nessa, a Go Loud original podcast. Welcome back to Unveiled, a Go Loud original podcast, and I'm here with my favourite co-host and my own <laughs> co-host, Nessa. Smooth save there. How are you doing? I'm Will? great. It's always nice to glare across the studio too. <laughs> I mean, it's easy on the eye for you, myself oh, as well. every day of the week. Really. <laughs> How are you settling back into, like, no festy life? No festy life. Well, let's be honest, EP is ahead and... I didn't think it was that close. I know. I got a whopper surge of excitement today. And I was like, oh, where have you been hiding? Okay. Because I was just so Depleted. broken and old after all together. <laughs> yeah. But now I'm like, oh, baby, the I boom's know. coming back. <laughs> yeah. So exciting. But uh, now I've kind of adjusted. I'm enjoying, I feel like after a festival like that or like after any kind of, I even feel like if you go on a bit of a hectic holiday and you're not well rested, it honestly takes the body about a, a week and a half to like get back on track and adjust and nothing works I'm sorry if I hear one more person be like just use your lights and rock it you're like no like that's placebo you're, I'm going to do it yeah. do anything you just have to ride it out you do need to ride it out I do think it may help a little bit but it is I know what you mean I just feel like sleep is key like yeah. sleep and loads of water and sleep and I think water the plants and you'll be ready to grow again yeah I me and David bought an unkillable plant challenge accepted we is a shorts unkillable oh she's i think she's en route to the cemetery to be honest she's oh have you not been spraying her leaves do you not meant to do that so i didn't know i always just go for the soil and i don't do anything to the leaves yeah i think this plant is beautiful by the way you should i should share a photo of it gorgeous and she needs a bit of a nip and a talk before i put her up on (laughs) (laughs) but i thought i saw now this is tiktok again that you need to like spray the leaves like the leaves need a bit of water like a bit i caught david spraying the leaves and i was like what is wrong with you you need to go for the soil oh no the soil as well yeah like both now i have nothing to say here on the plants (laughs) because well our two plants and they were expensive i I was calling them my man-eaters there were two like oh, lovely yeah. permed bushes outside my house. They're dead. You can kill a bush. No, what happened was they got torched in the sun when we were away back in like God, June. Such like, a dramatic way to Torched. Die. Like I must put up a photo. They were lovely and green and now they're yellow. Like they're so burnt. I've devastated. I can't believe you bought real ones of them. <laughs> Would you be well? Like get synthetic ones. Oh no, I like the real ones. But anyway, last week's episode was very fun. I actually got a few people writing to me. I'm not the only one with a disaster hair story. And I feel like every sibling or if not yourself cut their hair. Yeah, I don't know. I obviously was like the only person. Yeah, you said you didn't cut your hair. No, never. Yeah, I think we all all picked up a scissors at one point. Or you can actually just see the way I know Chloe Boucher. She's actually a YouTuber um, and she's really big on TikTok as well. She actually cut her own hair live and it was actually fab. She cut it in sections and it looked very, very easily done. Would you ever try that? My toxic trait back in the day would have been I think everything's easy. So I wouldn't think anything had a system to it. I'd just be like, yeah, that's grand. Yeah. <laughs> Straight across. <laughs> I'm so thankful yeah. That I was like laziness just always kind of led the way for me. And I was like, I'm not arsed to do that. Yeah. But thankfully, I never did that because it's not easy. I know she makes it look easy, but like. Whatever she did, she parted her hair. I'll link it on my stories if anyone wants to see it. But the way she did it looked really, and it was perfect then. 
it was ideal. She put cut it into sections and like just chopped away. Wow, that's right. Yeah. Like ASMR or some stuff. Well, I actually got some messages as well and it was about the, is it the boo tea? Is that what it's called? Remember we were talking yeah. about the... 14 day detox The detox tea. tea. Remember it was like pink and green. Yeah, I yeah, remember. yeah. Somebody wrote to me who was taking the tea and the tea was making them go to the toilet so much that they basically shot out their pill, their contraception <gasps> pill and got pregnant. Oh no. Because of the tea. Oh my God. Can you imagine? Oh my God. Well, obviously she probably put it down to that because she was like, why else would my contraception not work? So it was, she looked back and was like that bloody tea. Mad, isn't it? Yeah, I didn't know this either. I used to take, well, I still take it a lot. Dandelion, dandelion root. It's like, I think it's good for water retention and there's other benefits about it. But that also can, you know, interfere with your contraception. Oh, really? Luckily, I'm not on anything. I like do natural cycles. But I know a couple of girls wrote to me being like, please, when you're posting that, put up that, like, it can really affect your contraception. So I actually just don't post about it. I don't put it yeah, up anymore. Yeah. I take it myself because I think it's good. I do, like, the tea bags and the actual root with water. But, yeah, before people said, like, it affects your... Imagine, God forgive me if I got someone... I had an oh, no. unexpected baby on my watch. Can't have that on your show. Couldn't have that. Do you ever have valerian root? Oh, the smell oh, of feet. I've, it's hot feet. Yeah. <laughs> valerian root's good for sleeping, isn't it? Yeah, the smell would knock you yeah. out. Honestly, it's <laughs> so bad. I remember it was actually you that recommended that to me. <laughs> yeah, I said, and I remember like, poof. I was like, the waff opening the box. caveat, the bitch stanks. <laughs> Honest to God, very bad. Now tell me, hang on. Yeah. What are you going to do with all your vitamins now with your new news? With your new deadline coming up? Oh, my new deadline. I have a drawer full of supplements and I don't know what I'm going to do. So the deadline that Ness is referring to is we got an email from our landlord basically saying, do we want to renew or are we out basically? And to be honest, we've been so busy. We actually didn't realise. They obviously just assumed that we were renewing because it's. I think it's like 45 or 50 days that you have to give notice before you leave. So we're hoping, hoping that we can extend it for like another month or two so we can actually get ourselves together because I'm basically away for the month of September. But uh, we were moving out anyway. We had to. We couldn't afford to rent and save at the same time, especially saving for a bloody wedding on top of it. I don't know how we're going to do it, but anyway. So yeah, we are actually moving in with the in-laws. Which ones? Jamie's. Well, not my mom. The yeah. in-laws are Jamie's yeah. mom and dad. Yeah. yeah, moving in with them. Now, I'm kind of, you know what it is? You know how I feel about Donnybrook? I live in Donnybrook. Don't and I can just set her <laughs> off <laughs> on the DB train, please. <laughs> never get back. You know, it's more... This is an hour episode, Neve, okay? Yeah, so okay. Just... No, okay, okay, okay. But more so for anyone who lives really close to town, it's an absolute joy because I just like walk everywhere. Like walk to my gym, walk to the coffee. I can walk. We're near Sandy Mount. I can just walk everywhere. So the thoughts of not being able to have these places at my doorstep is going to kill me. Mm. But moving in with the in-laws, luckily, right, people don't ever have the luxury and they move in with their in-laws for the first time and it can either go terribly, terribly west or, you know, north and it's good. (laughs) So we lived with them in COVID yeah. for a couple of months. And to be honest, you it had was, a ball. I had a ball. I never knew I could meet 
a couple, which is Jamie's parents, who love a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday drink. Cooly. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> He's always having like little soirees before Oh, we'd you. have a little... And you know what's so nice with Jamie's family? They're very good. They love to like celebrate stuff, even if it's like the littlest thing. Yeah. Like I remember coming out during COVID and I was like, oh, I had a really good class this morning. I felt like I taught it really well. And Jamie's dad would be like, well, we'll have a gin and tonic to that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. Perfect. So everything is a celebration. And I know you mentioned before what you used to love what they do with birthdays. So they're a real family who like to like just celebrate, you know, life yeah. in general. So I hope that celebration continues on when we move in. I hear I'll be trying to get an invite over. I know. The party goes on. But like, I know, like we're making a laugh and a joke about it and all, but it's just such a sign of the times, isn't it? Oh God, yeah. I was even saying to Jamie, like I send Jamie my savings and he puts it into... Now, I could send it to um, our joint account, but it just works out easier that I just send it to him. And he, if anything, he asks me each month to send it to him because otherwise I won't. Okay. I'm just a bit like, I love, I just, if it's there, I'm like, oh, I'll just leave it. I just want to hang on to it. It's so good in my account. so pretty in my account. But he's really good. He's like, send it to me now or whatever. You know what it is? I'm just too lazy. I haven't just set up the other account right. on the P P A Y E. I just have him on P A Y E, so I just send it to him, so he sends it over. This sort of conversation is in a whole different tax it, bracket. To it me. is. I don't understand it at all. What do you mean set him up as P A Y E? So I set so on your on your bank account you can set oh up sorry people as sorry a, a payee a pay oh sorry I thought it was some sort of tax oh, link. No, that's that's me doing like, something wrong again. Oh, no, no self-employed no. No, sorry, the P-A-Y-E, I'm saying it wrong, the P-A-Y-E. Right, I get you. Right, yeah, we're back so on track. We're back on track. Yeah. So I just sent it to him, but its life is just not affordable at the moment. But you know, apparently we are the first generation to be worse off than our parents. Like, yeah. down the years, every generation tends to live better than their parents did. Of course, yeah. But now, most of our generation cannot get their own home. Yeah. And it's... it's um resulting in people having to move back in and like I suppose you're one of the lucky ones and I was as well when mm. I was saving to buy the house was I had somewhere to live in Dublin yeah. rent free I mean obviously you pay bills or whatever but like mm. that's such a luxury that we have that we're able to like retreat somewhere like yeah. the people who you know maybe are from I don't know like Leitrim or Cork or something and their whole life is in Dublin and it's like you literally have to choose what wanting to like progress your life yeah, or like leaving your kind of I suppose I know. day-to-day routine. I was actually speaking to lovely girls down at All Together now and they were actually chatting about that and one of the girls had sadly broken up with her boyfriend and she was devastated but she lived with him in an apartment. Mm. So she was either going to have to look for a roommate and she needed to get one ASAP or she couldn't afford the rent. Like she literally couldn't yeah. afford it. So it was just like, do I stay up in Dublin and get like a random... Because all her friends are like, you know, either married or, you know, in relationships... And she was just like, but my home is like, I think her home was Cork. And I was like, do I travel all the way down to Cork? Because I just, can't, I cannot afford to live in Dublin. I know. And then the travel costs will be Travel saying. costs, mental. Like there is like pros and cons to mm. moving home. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I suppose the pro is you're definitely going to save money. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> is I'm, that it? Is that the only pro of moving well, home? Well, I think, so. well, it depends on how well you get on with your parents and, you know, your partner's parents or your friend's parents, whoever your parents you're moving in with. And sometimes like it just can't be that case. Like I know I love my parents so much, but I couldn't move in back with them. Like I just couldn't. We wouldn't. I love them dearly but we just wouldn't be able to live together it's anymore it's like four it's like um, four adults living in a house together it's yeah. not and our my family house is a lot smaller than you know Jamie's parents house so I think as well when you're moving back 
to the house like is it big enough exactly for four adults yeah. and like are you all going to be crammed and yeah I think it's, it's probably like when I was living at home say even you know to, to move out and stuff mm. How did you find it? Well, I suppose in one breath it was all I knew, right? Because I yeah. hadn't moved out yet. But in the second breath, it was during COVID as well, so everything was stripped back. Yeah. So, but I, I, you actually didn't live with David until no, we went, which was a risque move, really. But yeah. anyway, it turns it out we still like each yeah. other. <laughs> um, there was a few standoffs though about like sponges and stuff. That oh, I remember. You know what I mean? And the tea that. towel. Remember the whole thing about the tea towel that he would dry the dishes with the tea towel and wipe down the counter with the tea towel. Oh yeah. Remember that was one of the things you were like, you can't, you need a tea towel for drying the dishes and a tea towel for cleaning Cleaning. the counter. Yeah. Anyway, that's a whole other episode (laughs) because I can't roast him all the time because he'll come (laughs) with my shit. But I actually felt during COVID living with my parents, I was like, I feel these are really precious memories and time for us to spend together. So I kind of actually really enjoyed the process of, of, I know of like living at home and Mm. I feel like when you look back down the line and like you you know I'm sure Jamie particularly will when you move back in with his yeah. parents and then go on with your life it'll be so nice to mm-hmm. have those memories you had together oh 1000 percent. like I remember moving back home after I moved out of my house and we were trying to sell it this was with the previous relationship and I moved back home for the first time and I'll actually cherish that time I moved back it was like in 2019 and I just remember like me and my mum and dad we'd like get up for the gym and stuff together like it was really really nice moments yeah. but then it came to the end of the year and I was like oh no 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 I've had enough like yeah. love you I have meanest. the memories I'm off I have, I have <laughs> the memories I'm off but um, yeah I feel like if we were only having this conversation over the weekend because Jamie's brother has just bought a house and we're actually talking to some of his friends and some of his friends actually would you believe this I just think this is mad I couldn't believe when they said this to me they were going to view their 101 house because they'd been out bid and I'd say 80% of them I actually would 101 I'm sorry like I'm terrified now for me and Jamie I'm like do we stand a chance probably not I know and, and like that's why when me and David were trying to figure out obviously what the hell you can buy you know yeah. we were just like we don't have the emotional or financial capacity to try and buy a second hand home because you're just going into these bidding wars. I know. And I just like, I don't have that. And like, obviously, nobody has an endless pot of money. Mm. So with the new build, you know, your price is fixed. Yeah. So you're not going to get into a bidding war. So that yeah. was like... One of the main reasons why you went. 100%. I know. And it's interesting that you say that because me and Jamie are actually on the other end of it. We're thinking of getting a, like a secondhand house, but like a very small one, like maybe one, two beds, like pretty small because we were trying to think, like, we obviously want to live close to town. And, you know, I just wouldn't know where I'd live, where there's, like, new builds. Like, I keep looking looking at new builds. I'm like, where? I wouldn't be happy there. I don't know anyone there. Yeah, okay, yeah. maybe if I moved out to Port Marnock, where you are, Same possibly. <laughs> no, yeah, I know what but, you mean. You're right. And, like, you really, when you're buying, you want to buy where you want to live. Yeah. But, like, people don't even have that luxury anymore. But the prices that we need to look at for a second-hand house has to be under, like, at least 450 400 like, because we need yeah. to make room for the bidding. The bidding. Yeah, yeah, totally. Because if we start looking at houses that are second hand and they're around the 550, 600, 650 Forget mark, it. like mm. they're probably going to go up another 100 grand mm. when on the back of what my friends have been saying and they're going to see their 100 on one house. Yeah. And then there's not many houses for that price and it's just, oh, for anyone that's in it, I think we're all in it together when we're looking for a house and yeah. it's just terrible the way that's the way Ireland is and 
Yeah. I feel like I'm one of the, I'm very grateful that I can move back to Jamie's parents now and, you know, yeah. try to save that little bit more. How long do you think that'll be for, like, living with them? I mean, I don't know. And I suppose these are the, like, pros and cons of moving in with your parents. I feel like they probably won't kick you out if you've nowhere to go. Yeah. They'll probably, you know, I mean, they might have, you know, the typical Irish mammy where they'll cook your dinner every so often. Oh, lol, I didn't know um, that. It's always nice to have company around the house. They'll probably be around. You're also going to be saving money. You'll probably also be, if they're that way inclined, If you'll probably be saving money on a food shop each week. You'll probably just throw in the extra money and you'll do like a big, you know, wrap around of... Yeah, we're burnt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I suppose the cons are if, you know, personalities clash and that can happen, especially with daughter, son, with their mum and dad. Sometimes there's just that relationship there where they clash. We're fortunately, we don't have that. So, well, I mean, who's to say me and Barbara could have an absolute white I, wine run in yeah, one night? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did find when I was living at home, like one thing that I struggled with was like space. As in, oh, yes. As in personal space. And yeah. I'm not joking you, like, the only time I felt like I was on my own is if I'd go and have a shower. Yeah. <laughs> I just close the shower door and I'd be like, okay, yeah, grand. Just... It's so funny that you say that because I remember during COVID, I'd be upstairs and I'd be on my phone, like either editing something or getting back to people. And the, James' mum and dad actually thought I was really rude for the first month that I was living there. Yeah. Like they fully, James was just like, my mum and dad think you're rude. <gasps> I was like, oh my God, by the way, I'm the most least, I'm, I don't have a rude bone in my body. So I had to go down and explain to them how my Instagram phone works. It's like my job, yeah. like I'm not being yeah, rude. Yeah. And I remember that could have went either way. I could have went yeah, really no. defensive over it. But I was just like, you know what, I'm so sorry I'm not being rude. And also I go iPad kid mode on my phone anyway. Are we call so, Eve iPad kid <laughs> like we're like no she's gone like yeah. coca melon or something is on for you basically like I know that you're saying um, oh it's great like me and Jamie's parents we get on and blah 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 but like I'm not trying to put the shits up you know but like yeah. it is like realistically it's tough going from a couple living on their own for oh. having their own space for however many years to have to go back in then with parents because no matter what especially for Jamie like you always kind of slot back into your family roles don't mm-hmm. you no matter what age you are whenever you come home yeah so like I would imagine that'd be tricky, especially like, has that been on your mind at all? Even just like if you had a row or yeah, like oh god, it has been because obviously we're bringing the dog as well, Lulu. And thank, I was actually only thinking about this. Thank God, James' parents love the dog. But if they didn't love the dog and if they liked the dog, but they didn't love the dog and they were pretty particular about certain things, thankfully they're kind of not. But it has dawned on me a little bit, you know, like because me and Jamie like are a couple and we come as one as such now that we're engaged, we're getting married. And I suppose when we're slotting back into like the family house, God forbid, I hope it doesn't happen. But like, what if I was to have, you know, a disagreement or a bit of a row with one of Jamie's parents? And I'm like, does Jamie stand up for me or does he not get involved? Or like that dynamic is just, it's a little bit scary. Mm. And then I was thinking too, everyone knows me and Jamie, we all love, well, we all love a good night out. And, you know, sometimes you may stay out later than expected. You know, another drink is flown and the next minute, you know, it's like half two in the morning. Yeah. And then you're coming into their family home at very late at night. Yeah, we're like disrupt- we're disrupting their sleep. And, you know, what if I fall and stumble, falling over my junk feet into something and I'm breaking a glass. And you but know. I just imagine that's like, I suppose for me, when I was with my parents, I found that a bit like... Oh, because you're an adult, but you just yeah. feel like it's not your own space. No, it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, like there yeah. is ground rules as a basic human you're going to respect. Of you course. You know what I mean? And like even like me and David had to move back in with his mom 
right before we got our keys recently. Mm. And like the first night, it's a novelty. You know what I mean? You're getting yeah. your dinner served up and you're like, oh, this is great. You know Because yeah, I mean? yeah. you're just like pot walloping the whole time and to get your dinner served up. But then like the second night, then that's over and blah, blah, blah. And then like normality kind of resumes in your couple life, mm-hmm. but you're living with someone's parents. So it's yeah. just a bit intense. It is. And I feel like you could probably like regress living with your parents. Like, wait, you know, I know... Jamie's parents like his mom is such an Irish mammy like I'm sure he will have everything done for him and I feel like I've already shaken that out of him that he's like a oh, real yeah. independent oh he does God. everything for himself yeah. where I feel like he'll slot into this oh, he's you gonna know regress. he's gonna regress and I know I can already see that ha- you I know wouldn't blame little- him to be honest you would be <laughs> jumping back in there <laughs> mommy mommy <laughs> but like you can see that kind of happening which isn't a bad thing but like isn't a good th- like I suppose I suppose how you see it but then if you're aggressing back into like you know that child like having your dinners having your washing done and then you know you're going out then and you don't want to come in late and or even how you like organise your home do you know what I mean? I was only thinking, you know, sometimes where you just sometimes want to just leave the dinner plate at the dinner table and you just need to sit down for like 10 minutes like I feel like yeah, you, you feel no, like I'm not like that at all. Like, I'd be so, like, my skin would be itching if I knew a dirty plate was on the table. Oh, no, but you know, sometimes if, you know, what I'm trying to say is I probably wouldn't really do that either. Or, like, you know, if you're sitting down and you, like, leave the table there and you need to get up and do something and then you don't someone brings it away it and you don't, or, yeah. like, there's just something left there, you'd feel like you just need to be on the whole time. Well, I don't... No, I, yeah, you would. I yeah. feel like I, that's my position coming in as, like, an outsider yeah. to the family. Jamie, you could probably leave shit everywhere. Yeah. But I would feel like, oh, home. you know, like, you feel like you'd be a little bit switched on the whole time rather than relaxed. Being like, oh, I can't leave that... See, place. you're, was, you're I, looking at it from a mannerly point of view. I'm yeah. looking at it from, like... Oh, like the way their presses are laid out just fucking pisses me off. <laughs> and like, why are you putting that in the fridge? And that should yeah. be in the pr- and like that's my like control like yeah. OCD thing coming out. And I'm like, that's my bad habit. Not yeah. my bad habits, but like you know, you live on your own. You have things a certain way that you like, oh, and yeah. you're in the rhythm with it. But then, like when I come back to my mom and dad's, I'm like, this is deranged behavior. Sure, I have a friend who I remember they have a certain way of like buttering their butter it's like the real butter and it has to go from like right to left or left to right you can't like chuck into it and I remember there was like uproar in the house one day because one of the probably one of the boyfriends like just chucked into it I feel like I can guess who it is no but I'll guess after yeah. anyway. and then like also there's just a way you know even like people who how they stack their dishwasher so telling I know what, which one are you I'm a very neat stacker I like, um yeah I know you're like you're like Hannah Levens Hannah Levens is a sis, future sister-in-law of mine I feel like you two just chuck everything in upside down inside out I'm like once the door closes success <laughs> It's oh my god you're perfect you're, you and Hannah are the same and like it's so bad of me I know David started to listen to this now so he started pulling me on stuff that oh. I'm letting out here on this podcast but <laughs> I know in my toxic trait David will fix it if it's shite like and it's not spinning David will come and fix it so, <clears throat> so I actually have to call this out here because for people who want to really know the real Nessa this is a talent that Nessa has, right? <laughs> and we complimented her down and all together now of this talent. I'm very proud of her. She has this talent, right? <laughs> and she, she'll she say something needs to be done. And in a way, she'll like delegate it as if she's going to do it, but actually works out that we do it. Yeah. So she sits down and has everything kind of handed to her, whether it be a drink or so she has something good. done. And you're so grateful. And you're just like, we actually sat back and Josh was doing something. I was fixing up something up. 
and I think Dave had ran back to get you something and I was like Nessa the talent that you have to have people run around but like in it like it wasn't even I mean Dave were like it's not you just want to do it like it's not like a bad way it's just like how you were do you know what I what my go to is I'll be like you're actually you're so good at doing that yeah I'm like you're actually way better at it than me and then people just their egos like yeah I am yeah Yeah, I'll do it and I'm like yeah "Yeah, go on there you do well that's the cat out of the bag now I lived a good life till this episode goes out (laughs) but yeah that's funny but I suppose like coming back to you have me like really thinking about moving back home yeah I'm not trying to put the shits up you but like it it is what it is Mm, you know I I mean but do you know what it is right it's a means to an end that you just it'll set your future up yeah but there is all those little things and I feel like for me although I know they'll make me feel part of the family anyway but coming in from an outsider just feeling like you need to just be switched on like you know every little thing you know like things even though like I'd be quite tidy anyway but you know making sure that things are put away or I'm not leaving you know half a blanket and a cut you know so sometimes you may not leave the blankets and the cushions on the couch from watching TV I probably feel like I need to go back and fold them to where they were, you know, where the, in, yeah. in your where, normal like, you have living. to make an effort as well. Yeah. To, like, um, like I used to always find, like, when I lived at home, my mom doesn't listen to this podcast anyway, so whatever. I felt like I always had to go to the sitting room and sit with them, spend yeah. time with my parents. Because yeah. like, I felt if I go up to my bedroom, I'd get a text being like, is everything okay? I'm like, yeah. yes, <laughs> everything's fine. Oh my God. That is so I just want to scream into a pillow yeah. for a minute. Yeah. Like. And I, I know for me, even though James' parents know that I work on my phone, that that's something I'll have to physically say, I'm going upstairs because I need to do stuff on my phone. Yeah. Then I'm going to have a shower and then I'll be back I down. Know. And they'd be like, no problem, Perfect. great. <laughs> I know. Or like even watching, I don't know how many TVs you're going to have in the house. You should try to get one in the bedroom or something. Because when we were staying with James' yeah. mom. Oh my god! She does mail. The Britain's Got Talent, and I can't. It's like being waterboarded <laughs> for me watching it, and I'm like, I can't watch. You know this what? Anymore. I'm just. You know what? You've just made me. I've, I haven't even thought of this. We have two TVs. We've one in the sitting room and one in our bedroom. Where are we going to put all our stuff? We're going to have to put stuff. The storage is another price. That's so expensive. It's like the price of a mini mortgage. Sorry, yeah. I'm literally being such a buzzkill here, but no. I want to prepare for the real world, baby. Uh, thanks, baby. No. But um, it's actually just made me think now there's another price on storage and I know storage is expensive unless we try find a room in someone's house. To ram it in. You can, <laughs> yeah, yeah you can, of course. Oh, no, I'm joking. You make it look like I've furnished the place. <laughs> I'm like, oh, look at all this stuff we have for nine months. Oh, God, there's just so much, really. There's so many layers to, like, moving out, moving in with your parents, buying a house, stuff that you already have. There's enough room for that. I want to go back to the woods. Like, honestly, is there enough room for two adults, a dog, and a truck lorry full of stuff? Like, do you have room for that? I know, you'll have to, to, someone will have to take you in. They actually say, which is very interesting, (laughs) although I kind of believe it when I read it out. So 61% of women aged between 25 and 29 have yet to move out, Mm. while almost three quarters, which is 74% of men, have yet to fly the nest. Yeah, but like, are you surprised by that? No, I'm not at all. I know Jamie's going to move back home and going to be a little comfy monkey and it'll probably take him a while to move out again. I'm going to be like, come on, honey, we have to get the show on the road. It's just like... Mothers and their sons. I know. Now, I, <laughs> like, my parents did loads for me, but I always made my own food. Go me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, like, one thing that I had to beat out of David, right, not physically, obviously, but 
I really noticed that now. I mean, Jesus Christ, like, it's not a gender thing. Like, everybody has, mm. like, their own things they need to improve on, especially when you're living together for the first time. You're finding your feet with each other. Yeah. But I really noticed this with David, and I think it was, like, a mom and their son sort of thing. Is like, if I had whites, I'd be doing them right. You know, mm. so I t- do David's as well. Yeah. And I lost one day. I was like, I'm, I quit. I'm done. You're on your own. Mm. Do your own washing. Because I yeah. used to do my washing, his washing. I'd leave it folded on the bottom of the stairs for him. Yeah. Oh. He used to walk his ass over it. He'd step over it. Yeah. Oh, Wouldn't no. even bring it up. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes I'd bring it up. He'd leave it on the clothes horse for days and I would be deranged. Yeah. So mad over this. And he's like, yeah, but like my mom used to just like, you know what I mean? Like, she just bring it up for me like it's I'm not doing it on purpose but like I was like yeah but I'm not your mother yeah do your own shit so I was like done and it actually helped our relationship because I'm like now you can step over your own shit I don't care yeah it's It's, time to grow up it's funny because Jamie does the same and he he'll fold stuff and just like either leave them on the clothes horse where you just fold them off or like put them you know somewhere that isn't in his wardrobe well Jamie's mom have done his washing for him before he moved out I think so yeah yeah, Jamie's mum is the typical Irish mammy, do you know? Like, she works full-time, fair yeah, play to her. Yeah. And she actually works after hours as well. She's like a physio. And, like, I don't know how she how many, how many hours in the day she has, but she uses up every single one of them. Yeah. And that's either when she's working and providing for the kids or doing stuff yeah. for the kids. Now, she's, she tries to take a step back. I know she tries, but, like, she still end up, ends up We're doing it. She's just in such a rhythm with it, like, yeah. looking after them for their yeah. whole life. You kind of never really change. But. Yeah. Yeah, so it'd be interesting now to see, because I feel like I've, like, I'm not hating on Jamie here, but he just had a great mum and, you know, he was well-reared in terms of, well, not well well, he was well-reared, but he just always, he just had stuff done for him. Yeah. I suppose I kind of shook that out of him a little bit and I feel like he'll probably go back and regress. And that's one of the cons of moving back at home, but Think other bank accounts. Hmm? Every night, be like, my bank account is growing. No, that's exactly how I think. I know, I'm, I'm very lucky to say I'm looking forward to it to save and hopefully it, I know it'll be a smooth journey yeah you'll have to come back with some oh I will I'll come back and I'll be like guys stories. the wedding's off now talk to the in-laws imagine but you know what on all that me and Jamie were only saying and her friends our friends of ours are gonna have to probably make this choice because if we didn't have the luxury of moving back to Jamie's parents and we were just continuously playing this rent our rent has actually gone up as well oh has it um, yeah it's gone up a little bit we'd probably have to make the decision to move away because yeah. like if we didn't have the luxury of moving back to our parents and the rent was going up and we couldn't really afford it like what what are we to do? Well like one of my friends well it's David's friends but you know mm. we've become really good friends as well and like he literally was like I love Dublin like I do not want to leave but he was like I, what can I do? He's like I yeah. can't buy a house mm. the rent here is outrageous for it's what you're out- getting outrageous the salaries don't reflect the cost of living here nope. like you know in London everything's bananas expensive but your mm. salary reflects that same in Australia so him and his girlfriend have gone to London now and he's just like you're kind of like your your hand is forced nearly yeah like you're going not really when you want to I know you you're know? kind of like pushed out it's not of a choice it's like it's literally the only choice you have is to move I feel like we really are in that like I always get them mixed up is it emigrate emigrate's leaving right mm. in that like emigration mm-hmm era again like do you remember in the recession when everyone was just leaving yeah like poor David his two best friends are gone like one's yeah. in Australia and one's in Dubai mm-hmm. like that's so shit I know so and lonely even, like I remember I went to Australia I had planned to go for longer but it didn't end up being as long as I wanted 
But it was more so because there was nothing else really here for me to do. What year was that? Oh God, it was like probably 2013, 14. Oh really? Yeah, I was like really young. It's like only like 19, 20. And I kind of moved over because I couldn't live with my parents anymore and I couldn't afford rent. So it was just like save up as much money as I can, get up and go to Australia. So you literally like went through all yeah. that, what people are going through now? Yeah, well like not as bad. I feel like now for people it's a lot harder because you're at an age where you're like making really life big long commitments. I was 20 so I, know, I yeah, was just like I was, out, I was just like, starting out yeah. whatever. If it didn't work out it wasn't the end of the world but I feel like now for people who are at an age where it may, they want to step up in their careers and what does that mean if they move away and if yeah. they want to start a family where does that leave them? Do they want to be close to their roots and their family here or do they're just like oh fuck it like we just have to move away. And like one of my friends actually moved back from Australia and she lived there for five years. And it was actually, I actually lived with her in an apartment. And this actually goes to show how much the rent has whomped up. I actually <laughs> lived with her. I forget what year it is. I think it was probably 2016. And we lived in a three bedroom apartment in Tala. It was the four of us living in it. So it was like two couples. But what I can remember, it was like only 1400 a month for a three-bedroom apartment in Tala. And I actually looked it up. It's like 2,800, 3,000 now. Whoa. Yeah. Well, like, I well if, believe and you. And I feel like that's for, I quickly looked at it glancely there. I feel like that was for a two-bed. This was a three-bed. So that's how much the rent has gone up. But Sarah, who moved to Australia just after we've moved yeah. out of the apartment, she was there for five years and she actually just came back because of COVID. She ended up having her first baby over there and she just felt she was just needed that extra bit of help. Yeah. But now that she's back, yeah. she has had a really tough time. Like coming back into the country, she wasn't, um, because she wasn't in the country for five years, she actually didn't benefit from um, oh. mature, um, what's the word called? Mat leave. Yeah. She couldn't get any money from the government. Oh yeah, because you weren't paying tax. Because you weren't paying tax. So it was all this rigmarole and now she's, she's thankfully she's renting a house now and she's two beautiful healthy kids and she's married or whatever. But she's just said the difference living here, the price that we're paying what you'd get versus Australia and mm. the money that you make in Australia and just how booming Australia is, I guess, at the moment. And I think if she could, she'd go back today. Within five minutes, she'd be gone. She and my boyfriend, we all know at this point, yeah. Dave is Australian, the two of them, I was like, get them to apart oh, immediately, they met first. if yeah, not sooner. Yeah. Because she was like saying how great Australia was and he was mm. like oh I know I'm trying to tell Neth and then she was like you I was like get the fuck away from me and get the fuck away from him I'm not going okay enough yeah. enough I know okay. if you were emigrating where would you go oh, obviously I'd love to do New York right oh, yeah. but the visa however now the Australian chapter was coming handy because if you're Australian you can get an E3 visa okay it's some sort of agreement that Australia mm -hmm. and America have together so it means that if you're Australian and your partner or your wife or whatever yeah. you can go over together and you can both can work mm -hmm. so to be honest with you like it's something that was on mine and David's minds right yeah and we were like, maybe like when we get the house, we could rent it and, and we could move away and experience blah, blah, blah. But like the house process here was so draining. Again, such a luxurious complaint mm. for me to have. So where, but like it was just such a draining time. It is such time a journey. Yeah, yeah. That you're just like, oh, I'm just so shagged from all that now. You just want to lay on the ground. <laughs> mm, <laughs> I mean, yeah. But um, and it's funny. I know people who like actually live in New York at the moment and, I have family members who have like moved to Canada but I even know 
I remember looking at this like a good few years ago. I think it's like when my friend Louise Cooney moved over to New York. I was just like, oh God, I don't think I could afford the rent and live. But now, like, I'm not joking. I was looking up just apartments because two of Jamie's family members are actually going to New York to work for the year next year. Just cool job opportunities. So they're just going to take it. But when we were looking up apartments with them or viewing the apartments, like they weren't far off Dublin prices. Like, and do you know? Sorry, they come with doormen. Yeah. They come with... <laughs> you know, some you, of them had pools on the roof. Yeah. You'd pony up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think some apartments were like, I know this seems a lot, but like $2,800, $3,000. But that's what it is in Ireland now. And your salary. Like, me and David were looking up, just, we were like, not this year, but maybe oh, yeah, if we were going to do it. Yeah. Maybe next year mm. or the year after, we'll see. Mm. Like, because we, we both like our jobs and stuff, so we have to make that decision as well. Of course. Obviously, it was before we was doing the podcast and everything, so just kind of like flirting with it. <laughs> and You're not Before you trap me down, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like, our, my salary was like double, if not more. Double. Well, for the same yeah. role. And David's was yeah. beyond. Well, that's one of Jamie's close friends moved with his now fiance, and the reason why they went was because the salary situation and same as to Jamie's yeah. family members' salary situation. And I just like don't blame them, and it's just so sad that like Ireland just doesn't have that to offer. Yeah, it's quite unusual actually to hear couples going, yeah. isn't it? Because oh normally it's so strange. It's usually like the single person. You have no ties here. You know, you can't maybe find love here or you're just sick of the Dublin scene and, you know, why else stay here but and explore somewhere else. Yeah. But now it just seems to be a thing that, like, it's a bit of a choice that you need to make if things really aren't going your way here I, in Ireland. I find it a pressure, though. I don't know if you do. Like, mm. I know, like, we always kind of come back to, like, our episode two, but, like, it used to never, ever be on my radar. I'd be like, oh, no, thanks, no. To go away? Yeah, no, yeah. just don't want to. Always mm. was trying to, like nurture and grow my career here and like I was found I was in jobs that I liked and blah yeah. blah blah and like I really really love my job that I'm in now but mm-hmm. it's been more on my mind a little bit more lately I'm like today oh shit are we missing out by just staying in Ireland the whole time because there's so much more to a, see yeah but even just the way Ireland is set up it's so archaic and some things there's not that much to do everything's geared around alcohol which I partake in a lot. Like, I'm not trying to be out here like a saint, but like, yeah. there's like, even like our friends who've moved to London, there's so much to do. So much Even an hour away. But David's just like, everybody misses out on something, don't they? Mm-hmm. The choice you make. And then like the people who emigrate, they're like, I'd give anything to be sick of my family. Yeah. Do you know? It's funny that you say that because we had Jamie's American cousin come over and she was here for the week. And we wanted to bring her out on Sunday and I was kind of looking up for things to do. The Viking tourist splash, we weren't going to do that just because she was just like, I'm not going to do that. On a ruin or but we, she said she'd done the little museum that took 30 minutes. She was in and out. She had already done that, the storehouse. That on Stephen's Green. Yeah. Do you see what they have to wear? No. Whoa. Is it awful? <laughs> I have no words. <laughs> oh God, love them. I've only ever like walked by it and I'm always like, giving... I feel like I'm power walking by, running somewhere and I'm going by that place. When my bus used to go by, I'd be like, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> it's like giving major Darby O'Gale energy. Anyway, go on. But you're so right. Like, there's nothing to bloody do. And the weather was awful. I was going to suggest a nice picnic in like her, but we actually brought her to where me and Jamie got engaged in oh, Marion Square. That's so nice. But I was just, it was actually the first time where I was kind of left speechless. It's like the only thing to do is to bring her for a drink or to do something associated with alcohol, whether it be a Guinness tour house or the, you know, the whiskey tours. I was like, what 
else is there to do? She wasn't into museums. And to be honest, I've been to museums so yeah. much with my sister that, I mean, I just kind of like wasn't arsed. And it was just, I was left speechless being like, geez, what will we do? Now, I know like there is, of course, stuff to do. But like predominantly, it's just, no, I'm sorry. There's no culture in, in Dublin really anymore. Yeah. Like it's just, it's just flat. And it I, especially since COVID, like anything we were trying to hang on to, it's just torpedoed with like, I'm going on a political rant here. I'm not going to, but like, you know, everything just like VAT, rent, money, mm. can't get mm. staff. Everyone yeah. who would be working there is pissing off to Australia. Or, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's yeah. just, you're kind of staying here and you're being loyal and you're like, to what? I don't yeah. know. I know for me, like, I think it's to do with your core values or what you want in life. And me and Dave were talking about this as well. And like, for me, travel's not a big thing for me. I'm happy to go on like nice holidays yeah. Skip around, come back. Yeah. Like for, for me, like family would be a huge thing to me. Like yeah. I would want to like invest in having those precious memories when I look back in years to come. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. That's what it would be for me. But there's a little thing lately being like, oh. Yeah, well, I, I feel like I would be out of here on the next flight at half nine tonight. I'm sure we know. Yeah, Need we even ask part, where you'd want to go? It's Where do you think I'd like to go? Summer Bay. How am I? Yeah. <sighs> Home and away, baby. Yeah. Did he see Neighbours is coming back? What a banger. What a banger song. <laughs> I actually loved the two of those shows, but I watched it. I used to always play when they were when I was coming home from school. They'd yeah. always be yeah. on. But no, yeah, great right neighbours. I was more of a home and away girl. I used to just love the school uniforms. You know, like they were like these little cute pencil. Um, like actually, now they don't. Actually, looking at them now, they're not great, but I think anything was nicer than my school uniform. Yeah. So I used to just envy theirs. But uh, yes, I suppose just being in Australia, there's a really nice, just relaxed kind of vibe. But the thing is, is that when you're moving that far, like the thing for me as well would be, I'm moving so far away from my family and friends and I'm glued to my family and friends. Like I'm just attached at the hip to them. So um, hard. Like it's, it's like even David's sister still lives over there. His only mm. sister's still in Sydney. The rest are like between Dublin and, and London. And it's mm. so hard because yeah. like... The time differences, it's just oh. really tricky to find. Like you really kind of have about an hour or two window and like mm-hmm. life gets in the way, then it's just tricky. Yeah. And then I suppose America, America, I'd love to move there, but it just scares me a little bit with everything going You're so on. so right. Like it's, it's so, terrifying. I would never raise a child there. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, But then like you have to think like, I don't know, I am a Twitter fiend or should we say it's called X now for I'm whatever not reason. leaning into not, that yeah. choice. But Every night I go on Twitter and I really shouldn't and I just scroll on like, I feel like it's really good for like keeping up to date with the news and stuff. But the amount of crime rate that's like risen in Dublin is absolutely mental. You know what? I was actually talking to a taxi driver. So I was in a taxi from Donnybrook, which isn't that far into town. And he just asked me, he's like, oh, would you would you ever like walk in? And I was like, I actually do. Or I cycle or mm-hmm. I make my in. Don't get the bus, Nessa. She does everything. <laughs> but, but the, the bus. bus. <laughs> and I had said to him, I was like, oh, I'd actually sometimes walk home from town after a night out or my partner. And I actually, he goes, would you? And I was like, well, you know what? Recently, now, no. Yeah. I don't go anywhere in Dublin when it's dark out because there's like this whole crime at Dublin at night. And um, one of my really good trainer in one of my gyms, his phone was just swiped from him and he felt like he got spiked and that was only three weeks ago. And he wouldn't be a person yeah. to ever like be out late. I think it was one of his first nights out in a while. And he he's a really good yeah really good guy and he was like I was fully thought I spiked I came home my partner was so worried about me and 
it's just so bloody scary. Yeah, no, you're so right. And like, even all the like recent horrific attacks on tourists and everything. Oh, but man. now I do feel like Twitter is a cesspit, right? And you're, yeah. you're, it's like a cherry picks and narratives and yeah. like Dublin, yeah, horrific for yeah. crime at the moment. But there's, you know, unless you're somewhere kind of like, I feel like, I don't know, like Canada is meant to be really safe or like, Norway, mm. the Scandi countries, they kind of seem to be the ones that, like, there is crime everywhere. Oh, no, you know there's I mean? crime everywhere. Yeah. And I know you're so right, like, fake news sometimes on Twitter. But just coming from my no, own yeah, experience, right. where, you're so right. Like, it's just a little bit scary. So there's just so many things going on with Ireland right now. I love you as a country, but. Yeah, we also would love to hear your guys' stories as well. Like, if you got any pros, cons, thoughts funny partner stories like rinse the girls as well it's not mm-hmm. just a you know hating on men like everybody yeah. has their own shit I think so you could email us at unveiled at goloudnow.com and also as well if you have been someone that had no choice but to move away mm. or you've moved away have you any plans to come back to Ireland or are you just in this position where a lot of us are in that you know Ireland is just too expensive to live in like we'd love to hear from you too yeah like what's how is it looking for you what's at the moment the vibes? what's the vibes how are you getting on on your house journey yeah. or whatever journey you may be, may be on if you want to get in touch with anything really your dilemmas questions yeah. we can be like your agony ants I know you and me love a good dissect so I feel I like love to we are your gals other people's problems but please please we need to just call out EP again oh god yeah it's starting to get real now please come <laughs> I'm just going to do the desperate sell do the sex there sell. Please come. <laughs> the desperate cell, get yourself a smoothie, a toasty. An adult smoothie. An, ad- an, an adult smoothie. Yeah, it's moved from a festival smoothie to an adult smoothie. So you just load her up with liquor. <laughs> an adult smoothie. Yeah. Toasty. Um, we got a really fun guest as we well. We really fun guest. We're on from 12 to 1 on the Saturday. Yeah. Come and join us. We'll have... A, ball. A, a great ball will kick off your Saturday on a really great start and yeah we're buzzing so please please come yeah we will be back to you next week with another episode of Unveiled Unveiled is a Go Loud original podcast so you can listen to our podcast on the Go Loud app or wherever you find your podcasts see you later bye, bye. this is Unveiled with Neve Cullen and Nessa Morrissey a Go Loud original podcast subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app 